Here I am, Coco, an old friend, here with members from the Coco Collective community. Each week, we inspire you to get back on to Blueprint through our experiences and journey living from a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is your vibrational experience. Here we are with Coffees with Coco and Skylar. Good morning. Good morning. And it's, it's a gloomy day here, but it's supposed to get sunny, I feel. We're having our coffee and we have a lot to talk about right now. So the energy is... I don't even know the word that's, I guess the word that's coming to me is, um, wonderful. Actually, usually I'd want to say like intense, um, you know, rocking everybody, all those things, but today I'm going to go with wonderful and you know why it's wonderful is because it's really showing you what you need to see and it's really allowing you to finally make a choice. And I posted this huge download last night and it really kind of, um, triggered this whole podcast this morning to talk about it because so many people quote unquote think they made a choice when they begun and that choice was external and now everybody is being presented with that external choice this month and it really is that energy of you can't run anymore and you have to make a decision so we're seeing um, just this energy, just really, really how they're kind of showing it to me right now. It's like a spotlight that shines. It looks like like almost like a Marvel character where it shines on the, you know, the costume and then you open up and you see like all the things that you have inside and, you know, maybe you have a treasure, maybe you have this, maybe you're lying, whatever the case may be. You can't hide from it right now as much as you're trying. And things are around here in our world, for sure, moving so fast. So we kind of want it to come on and really just be that pillar of, you know, whipping your ass, but also that compassionate voice to be like, okay, like we get it. It's go time. It's been go time for a long time, but we are in this creation energy and you have to really realize how you're not alone if you're feeling those emotions of, I want to give up, um, depression would be the label, um, that, you know, none of this shit fucking works. You know, I'm just going to fucking give up the, you know, quote unquote ascension. This is fucking bullshit. This is so hard. I've been doing all the things like really feeling the human bamboozle the light and kind of make you victim to your own ascension. So I'm going to pass this over to you. What would you have to say about all this? I mean, let's just start back with like the feeling that we're searching for to quote unquote prove that this is all real. Yes. Right? Like when we start, we're, we're shocked, mystified, like exclamation point, exclamation point. Wow. Like, wowed. Yeah. Because we've noticed something that... Was, we didn't know. We didn't notice before. Yeah. The alignment. The the coinkydink. The coincidence. <laughs> I love that. 
The coincidence yeah. of life, right? Like everything in our life that we've passed off as coincidence. Yeah. So, Or even, you know, p- sitting across from, say, someone like me, and I know the things that I know about you. You know, that that rocks people because they're like, what the fuck? Like, how how do you know that? Or say... It's like you go into, you know, timeline work, which has evolved so much over the years and you feel it, you feel that stuff and you're rocked by it. I'll never forget, like, you know, my auntie one timeline recently, she has been seeing this ex her entire life. And then we finally went into this timeline and, um, this old church. And then in real time we were talking and she goes, well, I was looking at the tables and all I could focus on was the tables. Um, even though you told me to look at like the cutlery and all that. And she's like, and then I saw the X and her whole face went white. Cause that was that like clicking moment for her that she had never had before. And she was like, what? Like what? And then right away, the ego goes to discredit right away. The ego's like, well, I must've been saying that, or I must've known, or even within yourself, but you'll never, ever, as much as the ego wants to grab, you'll never forget how you felt in those moments. And, and you're hitting the nail on the head. Yeah. So, I mean, we do have a lot of those. I mean, there's still like wow moments that you get like in a session. Yes. But in your ascension. Yeah. In your ascension. But they become less and less like wow moments and just more like. Clicking. Clicking moments. Yeah. But I really want to touch on is like outside of sessions. What it really is, is you're not going to have a wow moment. If you've been doing this work for for a while and you've been into it for a little bit, at the beginning, yes, you're gonna have wow moments. Yeah, like that's that's your that's your carrot. That that's your carrot to yeah. keep you going is that you're noticing the stuff, so you want to keep moving forward with with doing the work and with yeah. paying attention within a in a something of consciousness. I can't think of the word off the top of my head, but that's okay. Um, but then as you get into it, that wow moment just changes. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's it like... It kind of melts in like butter, it looks like, like a pan. You know, when you first start, you're kind of the stick of butter. And then it, you start melting into the into your ascension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that imagery works. Yeah. And then it becomes um, laughable. Yeah. Because if you were to write yourself a script of your life and you were to include all the things that you had wanted or that you were trying to do, and you're like, well... Let's remove all the conflict. Mm -hmm. Let's make it easy. And you were to hand that to someone else and have them read it, they'd be like, it's too fake. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Life isn't this easy. Yeah. But you're like, that's my life. And it, and it is this easy. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a dramatic movie. It's in fact like a comedy. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, like I want to see like a like a pink monkey today. And then for some weird reason, you're in a store, you you see a pink monkey. Yeah. But in your head, you're picturing like a live pink monkey. When not ne- that's not necessarily how it happens. Instead, some toddler throws their like pink monkey at you in the grocery store. Yeah. Right. That's if you're conscious of that. That's the laughability of it is you were expecting it kind of a certain way and it came at you with so much ease. Well, what's coming to me, and I don't know if we shared this on the podcast before, but like recently when you went to Tim Hortons, like that's, that's, 
that's the laughable moment. Yeah. Is Scott um, is working towards embodying Skylar, the name. And he walked into Tim Hortons recently and he says to me, he's like, I got to tell you about this mind-blowing, laughable moment this morning. And I was like, okay. So he goes and orders his coffee at Tim Hortons and he's like, I swear I said the name Scott. And anyways, you went over and stood at the end waiting for your coffee. And then what? Then they said Skylar. Yeah. Or actually, I think said Sky. They said Sky. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what the heck is even happening? Like, how, like, did I say that in my head out loud? You know? Well, then you start thinking about it, like, I'm probably like, I mean, I've only had my name for all of my life. And maybe I'm just getting really bad at saying it. Yeah. Or maybe the person behind Tim Horton's counter misheard me. Or maybe the light's trying to push Or maybe it's just exactly that. Maybe this is actually, maybe I actually said Scott in my head because I'm not embodying it yet. Skylar, you mean? Or Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott. Sorry. I said Scott inside my head. Yes. But then because I am transitioning into Skylar, what they actually heard that energy actually like changed and morphed into Skylar yeah. from my mouth to their ears. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? Yeah. If you sit there and think about it, it's like, fuck, why not? Yeah. Why could that not happen? Yeah. Does it make more sense that Scott sounds like Sky? Yeah. I mean, they both start with S's, but I mean, that's a co- that's the coincidences. Mm-hmm. That we brush off. That we brush off, but if we notice them, it entertains the living shit out of us. Mm-hmm. And that is what really the energy is very predominantly, predominantly showing right now. I mean, right now in our lives, it's very much like... Um, it's, a, it's a Marvel movie. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's positive because mm-hmm. we've, been doing, we've been doing the work. And we're having, and in our world, we're having all of the things that we have been working towards when we didn't have any idea of why the fuck we were being asked to do that, why we were doing that or what any of the, it meant now coming into clicky moments. Like every single puzzle piece is coming together as a puzzle piece um, that has now displayed into creation. And, you know, as somebody who has been doing this dedicatedly in linear time, you know, only three years, but for lifetimes, I can say that, there was so much even like last summer and into the fall where I was like, you know, none of what we've been doing is ever clicked really together and made sense. But we still had that steadfast dedication and trust because it wasn't until the last two months that more things have, I mean, everything has clicked in the last two months for us. And that's the that's the dedication of ascension is you have to know that time is not linear. Time is spiral. So the things that you're going through right now, the things that you go through on your journey are to, to create the bigger picture in density down the road. And they always, always, if you're doing them from the right intent will come to fruition because it, it just, it can't not. But so many people give up right before, you know, that pop through right before that, you know, American Idol win right before that, you know, game seven. And that's what this is right now. It's like that energy above. I'm so glad I did, or I wish I would have, because you were about to, you know, go to the big game and you're like, I'm fucking tired. I'm fucking done. You know, I'm not seeing the quote unquote big wow that I saw maybe in the early days. So your ego 
is then bamboozling your light and telling you it's hard. Nothing's ever going to happen. This isn't for me. Um, you know, everybody else is happening to and all the fucking crazy stories that fucking people are addicted to. Well, let's just talk about like, like spiral time for just yes. a brief second. Cause let's I know go. it's been, been a hot minute. Yeah. Now I'm not a physicist and I'm probably going to get all these math terms wrong if you're a math geek, but let's just like try and discuss it as roughly as my level of knowledge allows okay. me to. Let's go. Most people, most of the time we spend our life in a circle repeating the same cycle. Yeah. Right. Circles are never ending. They start out, there's no beginning, there's no end. And you're exactly, and a perfect circle is exactly the same distance from one side to the other all the time. So almost like when you're making choices in that circle, you're just hopping from one side of the circle to the other, right? So you can start your pattern back over again. You might have noticed something, but you're kind of choosing the same, roughly the same thing all the time, right? You can see it a lot in like, like jobs, uh, relationships, relationships are a big one. You're dating kind of the same people. You're in the same Your wounds are doing the same patterns. Yeah. The same patterns over and over again. Yeah. When we move into like the spiral time, spiral times are very much like a circle. Yeah. Except your point A, let's say we'll call it point A and your point B are almost like a loop and a half apart. Yes. But that's if you are marking them linearly. So let's say like our point A is going to be 18, 18, 11. That's our point A. Our point B is going to be 2022. Now there's, I think that's roughly, I don't know how many hundred years in between. Whatever. That's how, yeah, exactly. You don't get, like I said, I'm terrible at the math. Yes. Um, But if you look at it energetically, those two drawn out in a spiral are really only like a and fraction it, yeah. a fraction of a moment apart. Mm-hmm. And you can access that timeline from 2022 into 1811 in in moments. Mm-hmm. In seconds. Mm-hmm. And so whatever traumatic energy or learning let's not even use traumatic. Yeah. Whatever learning experience you were supposed to have in 1811 that applies to your life now in 2022 is literally only a glimpse. A pin drop. A pin drop yeah. away. Yeah. Right? And it comes in and it comes out. It comes in, it comes out. So you can go back. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how like timelines really work mm-hmm. to move forward. Mm-hmm. But that's how everything works to move forward because if 1811 is only a pin drop away from 2022. So is you five years from now. So is it's that's even closer. Yeah. Because I was gonna go like 2354, 2099, yeah, which are like uh 70 years away or a thousand years away, are still only a pin drop away. Mm-hmm. So you can access not only your past, but also your future. Mm-hmm. And if you can access like your future, you can bring those things back into your present. Mm-hmm. Through embodiment. Through embodiment, which then when you start embodying it, that's when you get those aha, coinkydink moments, Mm -hmm. which is laughable because that's what you're trying to work towards is your future. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing it now in the the spiral time with the feelings you're being presented in the situations around you. That's mastery of the game. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. Which is why you're laughing all the time because it's fucking ridiculous. We think it's so hard because we've been taught it's been so hard. Yes. And programmed. And programmed. Well, taught, programmed, mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. But really, we are such strong, mastery, energetic lights. beings, yes. lights, that when we accept that fact, we have nothing to worry about. Because mm-hmm. once again, let's go back to the quote that we've shared numerous times over the podcast. Are you a light? And if you are, then you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. If you're a human, then what are you worrying about? Because this is the best it's going to be. Yeah, and you know the game. And you know the game. You know what it's going to be like. You know next month you're going to be struggling with fucking bills. Yeah. You know you're going to get into the same fight with your partner. Yeah. Or you're going to break up. You know know the the certainty. You know at Christmas time that it's going to be a shit show with your family. Yeah. Right? You know that going into that. Oh my God, like I'm dreading going to my fucking sister's or niece's fucking birthday party because I know it's just going to be a shit show and everyone's just going to fucking like be mean to me. You know that before you even go. You know life is linear. You know exactly. Cause and effect. Linear, circular. Yeah. Patterns. Patterns. You know the patterns. Mm -hmm. So what are you worried about? Mm -hmm. Because if you're a light and you know the patterns. You change them. You can break them at any time. And it's not a massive like moment literally it can be like i'm just not engaging mm-hmm. i'm not pushing well, the clutch in on this fucking circle that we're doing well i feel like for you who's like really changed your life this year specifically with your work with with becca is um you know you always say this you're like you know you have to make the choice though like you have gone to and that's how you break the circle and that's how you embody it and this is how you remember how powerful is the light you truly are inside of you because you could have just went to all these sessions for five months and did absolutely nothing about it but inherently you're like i'm a fucking light and i know that human circle so whatever this takes i'm gonna break it down i'm gonna take what she's helping me with i'm gonna be aware of it and make a different decision because i know the cycle because here's the thing, all last year, when you, we didn't have Becca on grid to help with the traumas and, and the light triangles that, that she helps people move through, is the ego, aka, and I really want to break this down, is this is why people get stuck in what you just talked about, is because, and we're going to use you as an example, is the human bamboozles the light, Okay, and I want to I want to segue to that because we can really speak about it. Well, let's just even just start off here before we kind of segue into that is the light makes a choice. Yes. The human gets the choice made for them. Exactly. And thinks it's a choice. Exactly. Take that. Because let's let's be honest. If you're underline that one, if you're not choosing. Yeah. Then like time time still moves. Yeah. So if you have a choice between, hey, I have to do this or not do that, and you just sit on it, and the moment passes you by, right? Because time is a spiral. Time was very fast. Choice points. Yeah. There's thousands <laughs> of choice points yeah. in a in moment. In a day, yeah. In a day. Yeah. You've, you've missed the boat if you decided, well, I'll just wait. I'm going to do it later. Yeah. I really, really love what you just said is that the light gets to choose and the human gets um, chosen and it's chosen for them. Because that's that whole discussion too of like, 
Well, that's 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 mastery mastery of the game because you make the choices. Yes, and because and it, that all comes down to like the responsibility mm-hmm. of of your actions, yes. of of your of your life, of your choices coming down onto you. If you are still blaming like everybody, ex- yeah, external things yeah. or just circumstance, right? Like just yeah. life or people. Well, no, just life, just yeah. life in general, yeah. rather than it's even specific people. Yeah, because you know enough. Not to blame people because you know it's kind of like you know, but yeah. you're still you're still blaming life, quote unquote life. Yeah, life victim. Yeah. Then you're still not making your own choices. Yes, I love that. That that really just that hits me, and I feel everyone needs to to sit with that because that is really truly the difference between being a human and being a light. Because every single decision that you make when you embody, and I mean without the fucking talk, I mean full on internal embodiment, is because every day you make a choice for your light versus the human wounds that says that you have to. You know, and especially that whole like family and, and stuff where you feel so much guilt that you have to do X, Y, and Z and and all the things. Like, I just really, really love that. That's a huge quote that I really am going to stand behind. Well, I mean, life, the game, presents so many choices to us. Yeah. Throughout our our day, throughout our fucking week, throughout the month. Yeah. We have to be aware and conscious to those choices. Yeah. For when they are presented to us to make the decision, but they don't last. No. And, and hesitancy, doubt, uncertainty are tools of the ego to keep you in the game. Yes. And if you keep and you stay in the game, you don't even begin to understand what life is like in the bliss, which is off the game. Okay. And I just before we talk about the human bamboozling the light, they're really pushing me to talk about this is that we need to kind of go back to the basics with this. And, and I, my goodness, we probably haven't I, talked about this. I love mastery of the basics. We probably haven't talked about this since year one. Honestly, I don't even know the last time I talked about it. But realistically, this is how this works. When Scott is talking about the human where the choice is made and you know the circle and you know the patterns, that is, you know, say floor um, one to 100 and that's the game. Okay, that is predictability. That is the programming of the personality, aka your meat suit. That is cause and effect. That's everything. Your work, when you first start doing your work to get to that pop through, to get to that embodiment, is to move past floor 100. The only way out of the game is up. So you have to go through this circular repatterning and healing and it never stops okay it doesn't but it does get easier and for a lot of people right now they are in that choice point which to be honest is that pop through in density okay in physical okay to then start embodying their light off the game so a lot of people are being presented with just even like minuscule um, moments. Like I know I mentor someone right now who's going through a moment of like literally surrendering and giving up a dog from a past relationship because she had never really dealt with those wounds and that, that relationship. She hasn't for two years of me mentoring her. She, she said she was good and never really dealt with it. Okay. So I said to her the other day, I'm like, this is the, you know, the floor 100, 
Are you going to break the pattern? Are you going to break that circle? Are you going to choose your light? And for the first time in your entire life, say yes to you and do something that makes you really uncomfortable, but will be the pivotal mark that really shows you where everything started to change because you finally embodied it. Okay. That's happening like crazy right now. And, and that's that pop up or that pop down for so many people where they then go back into the cycle of the same experience, the same bullshit they tell themselves, the same lessons, different faces, different characters, and they stay within the game. Okay. To get up off the game, you then move, you know, from floor 100 to, you know, where I could say we are right now, like floor 1 million. And you're just absolutely fucking shook at the bamboozlement, the lies, the things that you didn't even fucking realize even existed. And again, going back to what Scott said, how fucking easy the game is and how easy life is because no longer is it the game, it's your game. And that changes everything because then you are a creator, truly embodying it. And that is a whole other podcast. So I just wanted to segue to that, but I feel that we really need to go back to this human bamboozling the light. Okay. This is a fucking game changer for everybody. This has been rocking people's lives and mentoring. And I know, um, just using you as an example, I see it in you and you are working through that layer yourself. And I feel that like, we really need to break it down. Okay. So you have to separate yourself out in my world you know, you might have gotten a higher self name that really like resonates with you or that falls away, whatever the case may be. But let's use Scott as an example. He is, um, Scott is bamboozling the light of Skylar. Okay. And when you separate that out, Scott will always be, um, the energy of the circular pattern. You know, it's always that doubt. It's always that fear. It's always that hesitancy that tries to to grab on to Skylar and then dim Skylar's light. Do you want to speak on this? Because I feel like it's just so prolific for people because this is what's happening to people right now is they inherently know they've done the work, they're doing the work, but they can't figure out why they're choosing these same patterns over and over again. And when you separate it out like this for them, it really changes because you're like, holy shit, you're right. Because at the end of the day, I asked somebody this yesterday, I said, what are you truly scared of? What are you truly scared of? And she started crying and she goes, that it actually is happening, that I'm actually going to change. That's what we're all inherently scared of, is that it actually is real. We actually are lights, that we actually are doing this. That's the fear. It's actually not the fear of failure. It's not the fear of the circular pattern because that's comfortable to us. We know that. It's the new that's terrifying. It's the new pat it's the new patterning that's terrifying because we don't know how to be in a life that's easy. Uh yeah. <laughs> I felt like that was very well said. So the discussion I had with with Becca on this, and this is actually comes like like directly from 
the session from... And I just want to stop quickly for a second to give people some imagery. Is Becca's work right now deals with a large majority of your your human and your light triangles, okay? You have a light triangle in you and you have a human triangle in you. And for a lot of people, there's a fight, okay? So they'll have their light triangle, say, in their stomach. And then their human triangle might be flipped up in their head. And they're like an accordion that's fighting each other. That would be the imagery of Scott Bamboozling Skylar. So our work is we want to get that human triangle out of you. We want to have just that light triangle, which is fear, doubt, and hesitancy. And then that light triangle eventually moves and you get a crater um, triangle. So sorry to interrupt, but that imagery was needed to understand it. The three pyramids of Gaza. Okay. (laughs) Um, So the conversation I was having with Becca after a session was, she asked me to to focus on things to try and figure out when Scott was bamboozling Skylar. Okay. So the imagery that I had come up with was jumping from a cliff, jumping from a bridge. Okay. Right? What are your thoughts? What do you feel before you jump from the bridge? Because I know me. Exactly. I know me. Like, I am not, like, scared of heights. Yeah. But I am definitely not, like, uh, comfortable. Yeah. It takes like I worked at I worked on on a rig as a dare can for like I don't know number of years. So like I've been working at heights before. I've done stupid things at heights. So I can get a certain level of comfort, but I definitely am not super comfortable with it. Especially if you tell me we're gonna be jumping off something. Yeah. yeah. Like no. Like I will go up someplace and sit there. Yeah. And then like coming down, no, coming down sucks. I've said that forever. Like I'd much rather go up yeah. than ever come down. Like this is even on the ground. Like yes. if you want to climb a hill, cool. But like going down a hill, no, that, that's where, that's the scary shit. So we're jumping off a bridge. The thoughts in your head are like, oh man, this is going to hurt. Yeah. Fear, doubt, hesitancy, yeah. everything we've talked about. Yeah. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go find yourself a bridge, go find yourself a cliff. <laughs> at a safe height yes like that's not let's not do like a hundred foot like cliff diving thing here and jump off it hell go to your local pool and go to the high diving board yeah i think everyone's had one of those moments in their life where you have the high diving board looking down or the water slides the tall water slides i know i had it at the top of the water slides uh water slides (laughs) i'm generally okay with, except for maybe the 80 foot free yeah that's what i'm saying okay yeah yeah but go to your high diving board and just stand up there and look down and look how small the ground is. Yeah. And what's going through your body. Yeah. You know, unless you do like jumping off that stuff regularly. Oh, here's an old thing. Flexing that muscle. Yeah. Right? It's scary. Yeah. The first time is super scary. The second time may be a little bit less scary. Right? But the first time you go up there to go jump, if you have no one behind you, you could probably sit up there for a very long time before you commit to jumping. Or you just say, you know what? No one's up here. No one's around here. I'm just going to go back down the ladder. Those are your choices. Mm -hmm. The human is like, no, this is too scary. It's probably going to go back down the ladder, Mm -hmm. right? Pop down. The light is probably like, you know what? This is scary, but I'm a light and I'm just going to jump off either way. So when you are working through when Scott is bamboozling Skylar, it's noticing when Scott tells you to get off the bridge? Um, just the fear, like yeah. the fear, the he- just hesitancy. Yeah. It's usually, a nar- it's usually a narration that is creating doubt and uncertainty and, and fear. 
Okay. Yeah. That's generally, that's that egoic Scott that's in my head. Yeah. It's never anything positive. Yes. And, and I'm not worth it. If it is a big thing too for people. Yeah. Yeah. It's never anything positive. That's your ego. Yeah. But also what we've kind of realized is like there's some nights where the best way to describe it when I'm trying to go to sleep or even throughout the day I've noticed it is you almost get like, I don't it's probably terrible terminology, but you know, I'm not known for my language <laughs> oh God, anyways. Here we go. I'm bracing, embracing. <laughs> it's like a manic episode. Okay. Where you're like, I'll be lying in bed. Yep. And... It's not even a narration about the work. Mm -hmm. It's just a loop. Yeah, a repeated. A repeated circle of fucking conversation. A philosophical debate that has zero fucking answer. Yeah. That can just keep you talking and spinning and going around forever in this endless fucking cycle. Now that is I mean, that's a great example because I feel that's everyone who's getting bamboozled by the human is they have this constant loop and this constant fight. And it can be as simple as like a lot of people had to like make choices to get into their own air supply and move into a space. Yeah. Then they have this loop, they have this loop, they have this loop, they have this loop and they can't get out of it. So like, so my, my general loop Mm -hmm. is generally like philosophical debates. Okay. Um, well, you're Skylar, so that would be it. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like, well, you know, the the one that most happened here most recently that I think I got stuck on for, I have no idea how long, mm-hmm. was like what type of like, uh, what type of surface would you choose to walk on? Yes, you asked would you gra- that, walk? Yeah. Would you walk on gravel? Would you walk on grass? Mm-hmm. Would you walk on asphalt? Which would you choose? Mm-hmm. And then I would sit there and go through like the benef- the pros and cons of every single mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. and then come up with an answer and pick one and mm-hmm. then debate why that was the right one and kind of argue with myself with it. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see where this is going. Yes. Well, that's the human bamboozling Skylar like crazy. Yes. But it's not anything specific because really yes. what the bamboozlement is, is doing is stopping me from resting yes. and stopping me from sleeping. Yes. And, it's and getting, take this in. This is really great for people to and hear. It's getting to wrapped, see within themselves. And it's getting wrapped up in that philosophical debate. Yes. Where it's not necessarily like you know there's no answer, but you're still questioning. Yes. and Rather and, than feeling it, right? And the example that Scott is sharing right now for others to hear, you know this that is happening within yourself. So many people... So, for example, if you're trying to make a choice, this is happening with with them, with their human, because they're like, well, you know, all the different options about what they could do and then debating why those options and going deeper and deeper into that debate to completely fucking disregard anything your light is saying from feeling. That's what this does. So in your case, yes, it makes you tired. It makes you not sleeping. And then that's also the key that everybody needs to hear right now. When you're tired, that is the biggest garage door opening for your ego to come in and fucking take over okay i say this to everyone and it happens with me every single day if i don't take care of my light or i have a big day of mentoring if i'm tired watch out the sky is falling all the doom and gloom the garage door opens up for the ego to come in aka the human to bamboozle the light so if you're tired forget it Forget it. Go to bed. Go to bed. You know, reschedule your day. Do whatever you need to do because forget it. That is when the human takes over the light and you become moving on what I would call autopilot. 
Okay. So Scott is well aware of that. And, you know, everyone has their tendencies right now, but you have to really be aware of where your human is trying to stop your light. And key things about that is the fear. It is the fear. Yeah. So if you find yourself like not being able to sleep. Yes. That's where you have to find the thing like a sleep story. Yeah. I mean, Becca had suggested to me to try listening to her 1920s playlist. Yeah. Um, but it didn't work, which yeah. is fine. It didn't work for you that night. It, exactly. It didn't, work, it didn't work for me that night. You know, I could hear it and listen to it. And then I kind of get, I kind of get engaged into it. Right. Yeah. And then I quit. I can still have the philosophical debate, but I'm still listening to the music, especially because I don't know the words. Yes. So then it's like, I need to just put on something that I just like, my brain will literally shut off <laughs> on because I know the words. And this one always works. So um, we've listened to this Jason Stevenson floating amongst the stars on, on YouTube. YouTube. Scott's out within like no joke, like three minutes every single time. Like I don't think he even knows what the uh, part past the stars floating is even like. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I've never, I've never heard the whole entire fucking no. thing. And that's what works for me. Yeah. And some days like it'll just like, especially if she's sleeping and I'm able to toss and turn and get stuck in this loop like quietly i'll put on like um i listen to the five and seven that sleep story that i created with yeah, the train that's a big and the, one for and, you. and the people murmuring and that rhythmic kind of like not really being able to hear any like hear specific words and you just kind of hear like that trigger 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 trigger, yeah. trigger puts me to sleep as well too mm -hmm. those are things that have worked for me those are tools that i have found that i can use rather than like well i don't want to put anything on mm -hmm. like like a a fan probably wouldn't work for me. And the reason why we're really sharing about this nighttime stuff is because you need your sleep, okay? Because this is if you're tired and you're running on fumes and you're not you're not sleeping, the, again, I'm going back to what I just said a few minutes ago. That is the surest way that the human gets in to bamboozle the light and you can't make decisions from feeling because you're too fucking exhausted to even understand anything from feeling you're just you're again on autopilot the human is bamboozling like crazy right now because it goes back to what scott was sharing about the bridge the human knows the human knows the the, the circular cycle so it does not know what it feels like to to be in the new and it does not want to be in the new. And and the crazy thing is is I posted this once on a download recently um and it said the ego wants every single thing that the light will provide. The only thing the ego doesn't like about it is it doesn't know. So if you were to say right now to, you know, Scott, the human Scott, a whole entire itinerary, uh, solid plan and everything about our move to Greece, his human would be like, great. But his human is getting everything that it wants, but it doesn't like not knowing. It doesn't like not having control. It doesn't like having to be comfortable with the unknown. And I also did this really amazing um, download the other day as well, where I'm doing a lot of work back in like the creation of times. And it was the, the download piece that I had gotten is the ego was always supposed to be the security for the light. That was its purpose, you know, to be like, hey, turn left instead of right, you know, supposed to be our best friend. But then the game got a hold of the ego and really fucked it and really created it as a, 
enemy against the light as that don't, 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 you know, be scared, be fearful, listen to me, don't make choices from feeling because the ego has been a weapon of the game for eons. And now with all of us choosing our light and going and doing the steadfast dedication and trust, we are flipping that. We are getting the ego back on quote unquote our side to be our best friend, to be our security versus being that fucking enemy that it's become because it actually is tired itself of, you know, being programmed to fucking bamboozle us, of being programmed to do all the things to us when it actually really just wants to be our friend and live with ease as well and be like, hey, I'm here to help you live your fucking best life and take care of you instead of fucking try and ruin you. Take that in. And that is a huge piece that everybody needs to listen to. When you actually listen to your ego and you start agreeing with it, you feel so much ease in your body. You know, like when Scott can say stuff to Skylar and you're just like, yep, that is true. We are fucked. Or yeah, this is true. I am a fat fuck. Or yeah, that is true. I am broke. You feel so much ease inside of you because it allows you to take control of your light versus the constant bamboozlement of the human. Yes, Scott? Yeah. (laughs) He's like looking at me like, whoa, okay. No, it's good. Yes. It's it's, it's great imagery. It's great language. Yes. Because what's really happening is this two thing. And this is just so prolific for this energy right now. And I empower everyone who is with us on this, on this episode to separate yourself out. And if you have the names or whatever, it's like, what is your human name and what is your light name? And notice the two that are, um, that are, that are fighting you. You know, a lot of people that are in the ego work have a name of their ego, which is like the top of the, the pyramid there. But if you actually separate out your ego and put it as your personality name and your light name, it'll help you even more because your, your personality is bamboozling you over and over and over again. And you have to really see the difference. And the only thing I can say about it is you will always know your human is bamboozling your light if it's a negative and fearful and um, outcome orientated narration. Well, let's just talk about talk about that of being exactly knowing kind of where you are. Yeah. What is your pattern? Yeah. Are you someone who's always like, oh, yes, I'm there. Yeah. That's definitely me. Yeah. Right. Or are you someone who's like, no, I'm not there yet, but like I'm working towards it. Like, or, or do you go to the worst case all the time? Well, let's just keep it. We're going to keep it simple. Yeah. Okay. Are you someone who is like, okay, yeah, it's definitely I'm there putting yourself in that position. Or are you someone who's like, no, I'm not there. I want to be there someday. Yeah. You know, we kind of, those are two just kind of like easy Basics, ones, basic yeah. ones. Because the people who are generally like, yeah, that's me. I'm there. I, I've separated my ego from me. It's outside of me. Are you really sure? Or is that your personality bamboozling yes, yourself? Yes, yes, Right? Yes. What is your patterns? Yes. Because if you're always there and you're still having difficulty, you're still having strife, that's, you're not... You're, you're being per- bamboozled. You're being bamboozled. Because if you're... But just wait, just wait, just wait. Yeah. I know you want to talk. But if you're one of those people who's like, okay, like, I don't think that's... I don't think I'm there yet. But like your life is kind of easy, but you keep pushing yourself behind yeah notice that pattern because you probably are great yeah that's you, great you probably are great yeah 
where the person who's saying they are great probably is not great. Yes. What is your what is your personality telling you? It goes back to be like, if you are, I'm a doer. Mm-hmm. I love to do things. I will do things all, fu- I will do things from midnight, from sunup till sundown and mm-hmm. be fucking happy as a pie. pie pig and shit. Pig and shit. That's yeah. the saying I was going for, <laughs> pie. Um, and I can bamboozle myself. Mm-hmm. So when I try and sit, mm-hmm. it always feels like I'm never doing enough. Yeah. But if I actually start looking at what I'm doing in a day, like, I mean, I am going on 20K bike rides with the dog. We're running, jogging, walking like seven kilometers when we get out to the hills. Like, that's still a lot. Yes. On top of like the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. So I have to accept that, yes, I'm, I'm actually doing doing the work. But if you're someone who's kind of like on the couch and who doesn't really do anything you have to realize like maybe you need to get off the couch. You don't mm-hmm. need to rest so much. Mm-hmm. That's, tra- well, that's tra- the human bamboozling right yes. there. So that's, that's the awareness. They're telling themselves they're somewhere where, uh, they're where, not. Whereas me, who's a doer, needs to sit on the couch more to try and like have that rest. Mm-hmm. And so that way my ego doesn't take over and the light can be in control. Mm-hmm. I need to sit on the couch more. Otherwise, I will do things all day and I'll be so tired that my ego will run the show and I won't be a light. Well, where if you're on the couch kind of doing nothing that's human bamboozlement you need to kind of get out Mm -hmm. a little bit more to like have those experiences to have those moments otherwise you know yeah you're not having them on the couch sitting on the couch all the time and being and being um r.i.p like rip and fucking taking in content and doing all that stuff you're being bamboozled by your human you think you're somewhere that you're not there's a time and a place for that and a lot of people that come out of like big careers and and big stuff with their healing end up you know having to just be for those those certain months but there comes a point in time where you're lying to yourself because that's the human trying to use the language trying to use the tools trying to use um you know all the things to bamboozle the light to tell you that you're somewhere you're not. One of the biggest themes that I have seen recently is people are now using the word, well, I got a nudge, I got a nudge, um, as them having a feeling. No, it's an egoic nudge. Like 90% of people I'm hearing, they're like, I had a nudge, I had a nudge. No, their ego told them to do something and then they're getting bamboozled by it and saying that they, they got a nudge because nudges are usually very uncomfortable (laughs) nudges are uncomfortable or they're just straight up alignment but I'm noticing that people are using like oh I got a nudge to have you know chicken I got a nudge to have this and that's now they're human being sneaky and using the language to bamboozle you and that's also the work to realize that if you're not feeling your ego is trying to tell you that you are and that's that's yeah. the, that's a tricky part about the ego. Yeah. As you evolve, your ego evolves, uh-huh. which is why my narration doesn't necessarily talk about like my egoic narration doesn't talk about um, necessarily specific things not happening. Yes, it gets stuck in that philosophical debate. Yes, because it's gotten so much smarter as mm-hmm. I've moved up the chain mm-hmm. that is trying to find different ways. Well, the straight up fear isn't working well, anymore. Straight up fear is not working. Yeah. It's trying to find different ways to exhaust me. Yes. To put to put holes in things, mm-hmm. right? 
and to not have that trust and, and to, to not to have to start questioning everything because yeah. if you're questioning everything well is that really a feeling or is it a nudge yeah like, what is it like what are you are you sure like maybe you should sit here and just try and figure this out just a little bit and spend yes. more time doing and doing it that's the sneakiness of the ego that's that's the work that yeah. has to happen every day and i just want to touch on that briefly is even in my own layers um that i'm working through right now one of the big things that i've seen is the human will always try and bamboozle the light because here's the thing for example last month when we were moving out of our house i my my ego was trying to tell me that like some fucking prolific fucking nudge was going to drop from the sky to tell me it's time to sell your furniture And here I was, you know, I'm sitting at the hairdresser, you know, the beginning of April and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like we, it's, it's happening now. We are moving out. That, that is a current reality. You know, the timelines have shifted, everything has happened to allow for this to happen. So I'm like, I don't need that nudge to fall from the fucking sky to tell me the action I need to take. And so when I finally realized that, I sold all my furniture, every single thing in my life with fucking ease. It was so easy. It was actually stupid. You know, the same thing is happening right now with our move to to Greece and these like huge, uncomfortable um, things that I have to do. It's crazy. Even the other day, I was talking to Alexia about it and I was like I know what I need to do I know who I need to email I know where I have to reach out and take the action for the how then to happen but I'm sitting here waiting for that huge like fucking thing to fall from the sky to all of a sudden be like Kate it's time to do it and it doesn't work that way it doesn't work that way yeah you'll get random nudges here's the thing I'm seasoned in nudges. I'm, this is how I live my whole life. They never fucking come when you want them. Let me tell you, you are sitting and doing, you know, the most random fucking shit. And all of a sudden you get a nudge, you get a download and you're like, oh, I need to go email this person. Oh, I need to, you know, this just came to me. This just came to me. It doesn't come when you're sitting here being like chicken or bacon It doesn't. Nudges and downloads come in the most obscure times during your day, but that's living as a light. And if you work with me, that's why there's reschedules. That's why there's all these things, because it's like it could be one o'clock and now I get an I get told get a.k.a. get a nudge to reschedule somebody at three. And then all of a sudden I have them a week later and they're like, I'm so glad I got that rescheduled. This was going on. That was going on. That's living as a light. But we get bamboozled by the human that sits here and is like, I have to wait for a nudge. And you literally miss your fucking choice points. Like, take that in. You literally miss your choice points because the ego has you so fucking bamboozled that you're going to have some great, again, wow, prolific thing drop from the fucking sky and just happen for you. But it doesn't work that way. No, the light is subtle so subtle which is why you have to be aware and clear aware clear conscious to see it exactly because when you see it or you notice it you're gonna fucking laugh you're gonna laugh so fucking hard and that's why we mentor that's why we help you because if your straw isn't clean 
And the imagery that I've been getting for so many people, and I'm going to say it, and it's so funny, is you have a constipated turd in your straw, but yet you're saying that you're getting nudges, but yet you're saying that you're in fucking alignment, but you're still struggling and things are still hard. Like the ease that comes is so laughable. It's, it's like Scott has said at the beginning of this podcast, you, you don't even know what to do with yourself in the early days of the easy coming in because you've never experienced it like this because the ego has always made things hard. We have always made things hard from our circular pattern. So to wrap all this up, it's like we are in the most wonderful, again, I'm going to use that word, energy of our entire life. And it makes me so emotional because the, the, you had said to me, Skylar had said to me, the plausible is becoming plausible. You know, the impossible is coming possible. And that is because you have to let your, your state of being go past the physical reality to listen to the reality that you can't see that's inside of you, because that is the only thing that's guiding you right now. The only thing. So if you're still looking out at the human, if you're still all the external things, you are being bamboozled by the human because the light is inside. You will get information. You will get clarity when you go inside yourself. When you're listening to all the external things, the cause and effect, the hows, the everything, you're being bamboozled. But when you are on that bridge and you have to make that decision and you say yes, that is always the light every single time. And so many of you are tired. I get it. So many of you guys are doubting. I get it. So many of you are like, oh, fuck, like, this is bullshit. Like, nothing is even fucking happening. Like, nothing has changed or whatever. Then your fucking human is bamboozling you right now, especially if you've been doing some fucking work for however amount of long of time. Things have changed externally for sure, because when you started this work, everyone does the external work. The things that haven't changed is the internal at this point for you then, because you want to have the better human life. So you need to realize that this is not the moment in time where you need to give up. But I will be frank, a lot of people will. A lot of people will go back into a lower timeline. They will go back into a different um, reality of this current density to um, repeat it all over again. So I just want to kind of break that down for a quick second is in the game right now, there is a trillion different, I guess we'll call them highways of, of this current reality. So when you walk in to have, say, a session with me and you walk into, say, my Airbnb right now, you're actually walking on f- into reality f- uh, floor one trillion, So there's different realities of the game. A lot of people are choosing to go back to the lower realities. They look exactly the same as the one that we're living right now, but there is where you are able to do the same cycles and the same patterns, whereas us up at floor one trillion, you can't get away with it. So you're either going to be completely repelled from us or you're going to be completely drawn to us. Does this make sense? It makes sense. Yes. So I just want to end on this note. This is the last thing I've got to say. Watch a bird on the ground. Yes. Watch him sit there, ease, pecking around. But when he goes to leave, look at the effort that he makes to get off the ground. You can hear it. It's audible. 
Yes. He puts so much energy into leaving the ground, into defying gravity. But once they actually get into the sky... It's ease. It's ease. If they want to go up, they just like little, tight little, light little flaps. And boom, and they go back up. They feel those upward air currents, those thermals. And they find them, and they take that up. Mm-hmm. But their initial energy... Exp- the, the initial energy spent to get off the ground is greater once more it's more than the energy spent to get off the ground is drastically greater than what it takes to go from like 100 feet to 150 feet to 200 feet Mm -hmm. so once you get off the ground you will see the ease that which it takes to even keep rising that's all i've got to say i love that and that builds on my imagery of the different floors because it just does. Scott's like, does it? <laughs> so here we are. I, I just have one more thing that they're telling me is I posted this um, download that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast that I had written for somebody um, in December. And I really got nudged last night to share it as the coding of the choices that everybody's trying to make right now and I just want to read a bit of it in real time with the coding so that you can hear it and this is the part that I I want to read Um, and it talks about you know we have spent lifetimes uh, to get here means nothing to you but everything to me and when you realize that the wound that is bleeding out everywhere is the only reason why you're sick the only and the human spends its time bamboozling the light so now you have to make a choice It wasn't when you arrived. It's the choice now. Okay. So for everyone listening, that's, that's exactly it. The choice that you made to start the work. Great. It wasn't the choice. It is now because the choice is, is are you going to actually embodiment? So this is where everybody is standing right now. Like every single person listening to this and there's two roads. Okay. And the two roads, um, kind of go like this. So the entire caravan went away and it was the two of you standing at a fork in the road. Both roads were paved because one was the one you had been down your entire life and it's paved only because you fight and you paved it to create the illusion uh, that you fucking know. So it makes it impossible for you to know which way to go because both of them um, seem easy and right because they are paved. So road one is light and it's fucking bright and it will blind you. It will consume you. It will sting at first and it will be fucking hard at first for the only way to move through the blinding light that goes through every single inch of your life. Your pings, your pains is to surrender and do every single thing that is asked of you with two feet in without question for the simple reason that you want to feel the opposite way you have felt your entire life and you want peace, happiness, joy, and most of all, love and that all comes as you travel down this road home road two is known that is that circular pattern that scott is talking about it's paved it's cause and effect it's a job money a place and then enters in the same old same old the further you get down the road as you need anything you can to cope and a perceived notion of control this road is darker 
than the time you chose it before as you are not blind to how this road goes. But this darkness does not even compare to how it felt after you had a taste of what you call healing before. You will find joy here like all the times before in the fluid words and the external holes. And so you choose. You sit with this and you really feel my words. For this is the light clinic of the new world and nothing you have ever, and I mean ever experienced or known before, exists here. If you choose and stay here and be, you will choose. It's two feet in, it's surrender, it's trust, it's opening up and not fighting and being open and honest for what you need to accept is that I can see and get told everything. And if you think for a second that we don't know, we do. This is a game. This is not a test. This is it. And I really felt, um, you know, obviously this was written for someone specific, but I feel that the energy as a whole just really is showing what this energy is encompassing for everybody right now. And I just really, really, really want you to sit with that and realize how when you started this work was not the choice. It is now. Now's the choice. Because now you are really raw and being shown inside of you like, do you want embodiment or do you want to just fucking, you know, um, avoid the accountability that it takes to be conscious? And the bliss is here. And, you know, honestly, doesn't matter what you choose in the sense that you're going to choose exactly what you need for you. But we really wanted to record this today because we know that a lot of people are wobbly right now. And we hope that this brings you the comfort and compassion that you need.